0: Welcome to this Monday, February 14th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And today, we're not talking about hockey. On this day four years ago, unfortunately, 17 lives were lost in the school shooting of Marjorie Stillman Douglas up in Parkland, Florida, in northern Broward County. And this is a day since 2018 that every time the calendar hits Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day is not the day that I really think about celebrating. It's not personally a day of celebration for me it's a day of mourning and thinking about all the lives lost in this horrific
1: event in in our region and and we we think about four years later and four
0: years later those families are just continued to be impacted, the fact that they don't get to see their loved ones ever again. And for me, for me, that th- there's a lot of sadness when it comes to something like that because when you send, if you're a parent, I'm not a parent, if you're to send your kid to school, the last thing you're expecting is. For you to see them one last time, before before that happens, and for the families affected by it, I it's just my heart really goes out to them. Then it, it went out to them then, and it it really goes out to them even now, four years later. And I would, I moved out of the region a year before that happened, and even though I don't live there anymore, it still really affected me because it was something that happened in our community and something that, after the sh- the shooting happened, all the kids get gathering together at the bb Center, now FLA Live Arena, to have a town hall discussion of all the brave kids that... Spoke about what happened when they stood up to Bill Nelson, Marco Rubio, and even the head of the NRA, Dana Loesch, to talk about why they want to find solutions to this never happening again. And honestly, there isn't, I don't know if there is an absolute solution for this to not happen again. But why does this also
1: affect me personally too? Why? My brother and my mother are both educators.
0: They go to a school every day to teach the future of our society. And for and if they were to go out into the world, and not come back, I I would personally be crushed. And of course, anyone who has a family member go to a school and that happened to them, they, they would be crushed as well. And it's hard for us to empathize when something doesn't happen directly to our families or our personal bubble, but that's what I think Parkland and everyone in that community consistently needs because 17 lives lost, which those kids and some faculty had plenty of life ahead of them. That's really what it comes down to. They had so much life ahead of them, and it was cut short
1: by the selfish act of Nicholas Cruz. And I think also about the
0: mental health aspect of everything. And,
1: and also to try to see the signs more when it comes to
0: these things. And seeing YouTube comments of him being made saying what he was going to do. And just to... Try to see the signs early and try to report it as early as we can so that these don't happen again. I don't know if that would have stopped it, but it could have triggered a warning sign and people could have had more of an eye on him so those lives could still be living today. And I also. No, personally, someone who moved from Parkland over here to Orlando, who I referee uh, high school sports with, that they were actually a student at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas when the shooting happened. I won't say their name publicly um, without their permission, but I asked them, I decided to ask that person how that day was and that person of course as expected
1: was scared very scared and i i i how could you not be when
0: something unexpected like that happens when you're just going to school going throughout your day and then you hear you hear gunshots around
1: your hallways and it's really scary to think i had the opportunity back in
0: November when the Florida Panthers did play the Tampa Bay Lightning. I did cover the game in the press box um, at Emily Arena. And as I was walking towards the bathroom to, and also to get a snack too in between, in, in between periods, I
1: happened to walk by Roberto Luongo. And the first thing that I thanked them for, I could have thanked them
0: in every different way about how he contributed to this hockey team, how he was a a person in this community who everyone looked up to. But I thanked them in a different way. And this is the first time I'm talking about this pub- publicly about what I thanked them for. I thanked them for his message shortly after the Florida Panthers returned from their West Coast trip back to Sunrise, Florida, to play their game against the Washington Capitals in that twenty eighteen season. And I thanked Roberto Luongo for that speech talking about it because I I was personally sad and I didn't know anyone who died there, and I was devastated for quite a bit and still kind of am today about it every time February 14th hits. But I thanked Roberto Luongo for that specifically, and I was very thankful to have a two- to three-minute conversation with him between periods he was standing all really by his lonesome just on his on his cell phone in between periods and I, I just decided to go up to him and have a conversation with him. And very thankful to have that little bit of one on one time with Roberto Luongo before the the next period started. I don't I don't remember which intermission it was, but it was during an intermission out in Tampa during um a Florida loss in overtime against Tampa Bay but I, I I'm very thankful that Roberto Luongo was able to address the region, address the crowd in sunrise, and also to
1: to be a support for this for this region, and
0: it's it's still really sad to this day uh, once again that those families lost. A few people, far too soon. So, before we end this short episode of Locked On Panthers, I want to list all the names that unfortunately uh, died during this, um, during that day of February fourteenth, twenty eighteen. Alyssa Alhadef,
1: Martin D- aguiano Scott Beagle. Nicholas Douarette, Aaron Feiss, Jamie Guttenberg, Chris Hickston, Luke Hoyer, Kara Lafran, Gina Maltaldo, Joaquin Oliver, Elena Petty, Meadow Pollock, Helena Ramsey, Alex Schachter, Carmen Centrup, and Peter Wong. And I'm going to end this episode on this. We're
0: going to end this episode on the speech that Roberto Luongo addressed to the BBNT Center for you guys to listen once again. And tomorrow we're going to discuss and go back to Florida Panthers hockey. But today did not, did not feel right to talk about hockey. Today was, is about remembering the 17 that died on this day of February 14th, 2018. So let's take a listen to Roberto Luongo, and I will see you guys tomorrow.
2: I just uh, want to start off by saying that um, I live in Parkland. I've been living there for the last 12 years. My wife was born and raised in that area. My kids go to school in Parkland. When I'm done playing hockey, I want to spend the rest of my life in Parkland. I love that city. Last last week, uh, It was Valentine's Day, I was in Vancouver, and uh, obviously we all know what happened, and it was uh, hard for me to be on the West Coast and not be able to get back home and, and protect my family. So no child should ever have to go through that. It's terrible. It's time for us as a community to take action. It's enough. Enough is enough. We got to take action. <clears throat> to the families of the victims, our hearts are broken for you guys. Uh, there's no, not much to say. It's it's heartbreaking. You guys are in our thoughts. We've been thinking about you every day, constantly, for the last week. And just know that we're there for you. If you guys need anything, you'll be in our prayers. And uh, let's try to move on together. Uh, Last, uh, two more things. Uh, Just to the teachers at the school, um, you guys are heroes. uh, Protecting your children. Some of them didn't make it, trying to protect children. And uh, that is truly what a hero is. And uh, those people need to be put on a pedestal for the rest of their lives. The last thing I want to say is, since last Wednesday, I've been watching the news, and I've been seeing what the kids from Douglas Stoneman have been doing. And I am very, very proud of you guys. You guys are brave. You guys are an inspiration to all of us, and at the end of the day, you guys are what's giving us hope for the future. Thank you.